Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. And welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sports. Uh, just moments since the end of play on day one here at Mount Monganui at the Bay Oval. And for all of you out there who have been demanding a bit of old school cricket, well, be careful what you wish for because we got it today. And at times, got to admit, it was a little bit dreary. But this won't be dreary. This will be full of intrigue and enthusiasm, passion, and maybe some insight as well. It's myself, John Norman, and ESPN Cricket Info's George DeBell, and you're listening to the following on podcast. So, George, here we are then. Uh, very few runs, very few wickets, but actually, uh, it was actually a pretty pleasant day's cricket. Oh, yeah, that's what Test cricket used to be like, isn't mm. it? So, uh, and it, <laughs> How did we get into this sport? <laughs> and it's what we've been asking for. Look, by comparison with what we've seen from England recently, I mean, a few months ago they were bowled out before lunch against Ireland. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it wasn't like that. But, I mean, this is what we've been calling out for. We've been calling out for some cautious old-school test cricket, and they've provided it. And I think it was, their approach was just about vindicated by the close of play. OK, well, let's start with story of the day. So story of the day, I think we've already touched upon it. I think that what we saw from Joe Denley, who took 21 balls to get off the mark, Joe Root took 20 balls to get off the mark, Ben Stokes took about 17 to get off the mark, um, was a little bit of steel. Uh, the approach was a little different under Chris Silverwood yep. than Trevor Bayliss. Yep, it was the start of a new era. I do wonder what Trevor Bayliss was thinking, watching it, wondering whether his computer was buffering, <laughs> whether the score just wouldn't go up. Yeah, it was the start of a new era, and I don't think England got it quite right, because you don't get things quite right the first time you do them. I think they were possibly a little bit overcautious, but hey, they've lost four wickets in a day against a very good bowling attack, and I think they've got a platform. Now, the game's not over. They, they aren't in a dominant position yet, but they've given themselves a really good opportunity. Look, I would say they've built foundations. They still have to build the rest of the building tomorrow, if you like. But I think they've made it. You can lose the game on the first day, can't you? And they absolutely haven't done that. And the other thing is, people take this for granted, but those New Zealand bowlers have been out there for three sessions already. They might have a couple more to go, eh? It's hard. It is brutally hard. There's three days between tests. The miles put in the legs of these bowlers today may yet be crucial in a week's time. So I think it was the start of a new era. And yeah, I'd be cautiously optimistic that England got it pretty much right. 
Yep, a lot of, lot of hard yakka from the New Zealand bowlers today. And I agree. I think that the approach by England um, was what we've actually been asking for. Because what it meant was, OK, it didn't work out for Joe Root today, but he came in after however many overs. Yeah. And Ben Stokes, who is a middle-order batsman, but could possibly bat higher in the order, but we don't want him to, came in against a tiring attack and he's still there at stumps and looking very good for it. Yeah, uh, Joe Root hasn't come in that late. OK, it's that old ball since September 2018, I think. Uh, I think he got naught on that occasion as well. Look. I don't think he got it quite right. He has been talking about playing attritional cricket and maybe he took it upon himself to make a statement about how to play sort of uh, risk-free cricket to his team and he got a bit stuck. Mm. Uh, But that's okay, you know, they are going to learn and they're going to have to learn this new way of playing. Uh, And and I think that's what we saw today. And actually, in the last hour or so, uh, Ben Stokes started to take the game away from New Zealand and he did that because the bowlers get more tired he was in there's a bit of a platform uh, it's not the worst game to watch from waking up in the morning and just see the highlights or the scores I'll, I'll admit but look it's good old-fashioned uh, test cricket and there's got to be room for that still in our hectic lives eh? player of the day my computer I've been taking notes all day today George and my computer has just died so I'm going to have to wing it but player of the day and this is refreshing to say it's not going to be Steve Smith because do you know what it was Steve Smith a hell of a lot this summer yeah, it was. And, and, and the thing that Steve Smith has that other people don't have very often obviously he's talented but he's got desire and concentration as much as anything those are probably the two things he has in abundance more than anything else I don't think he's more naturally skillful than Coley or Root to be honest anyway today from New Zealand perspective I'd say Colin de Grandhome and from an England perspective I think I'd say Ben Stokes mm. uh, they're very different styles uh, de Grandhome bowls incredibly dry I mean he basically bowls 70 miles an hour a foot outside off stump says hit me if you can and they couldn't and he took two wickets as well he wobbled it a little bit he got a little bit of movement and he sort of bored them out and Stokes was equal to it and uh, he, played him, so he played an old fashioned test innings that Jeff Boycott would have been proud of Yep, I totally agree with that. I will just throw Joe Denley in the mix as well, though, because once again, it's another... He didn't look fluent. The only time he looked fluent was when Wagner was trying to bounce him out and he yep. looked he looked handsome. Yep. Uh, but apart from that, it wasn't a Joe Denley kind of innings. He'll be frustrated, of course, they always are. That century still eludes him. But another nuggety and valuable innings from him. Oh, hugely. Look, he's got, I think he's got four fifties and six innings mm. now. Uh, yeah, and that's terrific. And he actually played the spin really well. He hit—he probably hit the shot of the day. Am I jumping ahead? Uh, but yeah, he's an—he's a stubborn player. I suspect he is keeping a place warm for Crawley. If I'm honest, at Crawley. But who knows? And Johnny Besto will come back into the side. But he keeps giving the selectors a problem in that he makes himself pretty much undroppable and good for him. Look, he did his job today. He didn't go on to capitalise. That's a shame. But uh, you, you know, you can't complain with what he's done in the last four or five games. Well, you asked for it, you got it. Shot of the day. There's a couple today, I thought. I thought um, in terms of, and Rory Bowes has just spoken about it, you know, Dominic Sibley getting off the mark. First ball with a four. Not quite David Gower-esque, but you know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It was a lovely shot. Mm. Um, yeah, that's definitely one. Uh, the, the most pleasing was probably a just gentle lofted drive from Denley mm. of Santa that went for six back over the bowler's head. It was a gorgeous shot. But you know what I'm going to say already, don't you? Days like this, they're all about the shots you don't play. They really are. 
And this New England side is going to have to be, well, it is going to be characterised by their discipline. And what New Zealand have tried to do on a you know, flat, slow wicket, really, is bore them out a bit. And England have been equal to it. And I'm not sure they would have been in, in previous incarnations. So all the leaves... <laughs> I'm a very dull man, Bill. You know this. All the leaves, in a way, were, were really good. And they're a symbol of this new era. Look, we know English, this, this side, English side can play shots. We know that. What we don't know that they can do, actually, is leave and be patient. And today they were. And I think they've given themselves a, a pretty decent platform. A lull of the day. It wasn't a day for uh, gut, gut laughs, was it? It wasn't a day for hearty laughter, but there was a couple of lols of the day. Yeah, there was a really strange moment, <laughs> if I'm honest, before play, when Joffre Archer, <laughs> the, England's lottery win of a cricketer that he is, I mean, he's a special, special player. After the toss, he asked the roving camera man, woman, if he could go on their Segway, and he was driving around on the Segway like 10 minutes before the game started. Kick um, with a bat, hitting balls like he was playing polo, uh, hitting footballs, sort of doing all sorts of things. And you just think, I mean, I love, the, I don't know what I think, if I'm honest. I, I think I love the fact that he's a free spirit and I don't want him to change. But you do wonder in this very professional age whether anyone's thinking of, you know, health and safety. Or I mean, they've had the toss. If he injures himself on a segue, they, go, they don't get to replace him. And he is Joffre Archer. They've had a bowler like him about, what, about once every hundred years in English cricket. Uh, and and I, I know that someone did say to one of the coaches, what's going on? We've had a word, but, you know, as if he's Joffre, Joffre. He's a rainbow. You don't see a rainbow behind a desk. He's wonderful. Do you know what with Joffre? It was like when he beat that uh, inflatable ball into the crowd uh, yeah. headingly. I kind of, what, or when he was standing at mid-off with his sweat around his waist, I kind of watching that thinking, I'm not sure you're going to play 50 test matches. I'm not sure that he, I, I don't know, maybe I'm being a bit po-faced about it. No, look, I don't know what to think either, but isn't it lovely to be surprised sometimes? Mm. That jump around the, the <laughs> middle thing, he's done that on this tour too. Okay, so I, he got the mother of all bollockids for that. Uh, he did that show. Was it in Manchester during the Ashes? I can't remember where it was. It could well have been. No, no, no. It was earlier on in the piece than that. It wasn't at Manchester. I think it was that. It was at Headingley as well. Okay. I know that he got a bit of a roasting for that from the coach. So, uh, But there's something about him that is so surprising and delightful. Oh. And, you know, it is meant to be fun. And well, he, to I totally is. agree with you. It is fun. I think everyone loves it. I'm not sure it goes down quite as well within the... And I don't know this, I'm just guessing. I'm not sure that it's seen in quite the same light that it would be by us. But we, we, well, I don't know. I've got another little one. Go um, it was Jeet, Jeet Raval. Can uh, you remember the fielding mishap? Yes. Joe Root. got Joe Root out. It did. But they say never, never run on a misfield. Yeah. And he came back for the second that he shouldn't have got. So um, Joe Root batted 20 balls, hadn't got off the mark, and then he... It's kind of nicely steered one to mid on. Raval was quite deep. So there's always going to be a single, but Raval yeah. run, running in, he thinks he's got an outside chance of, if he shies at the non-strikers, it hits direct. Maybe Joe Root's going to be scampering. Either way, he takes his eye off the ball and uh, the ball goes through his legs. That was first minor lull. But what added to it was the fact that then he turned round, realised that all his teammates are going to be annoyed with him because Joe Root's off the mark, pressure lifted. And then when he tried to get the ball to throw it back in again, he misfielded again and then just to make it even worse he fell on his backside a minor lol of the day and then of course the next ball Joe Root was out so it became a slightly more magnified lol yeah moment of genius mm. made sure that Root 
was still on strike. Like, again, it's not massive, but I, I was quite amused. Wagner is obviously a very competitive cricketer. Yeah. Uh, and there was a bit where the ball was hit back to him in his follow-through. He picked it up and shaped as if he were going to shy really aggressively and then saw that it was Ben Stokes who did not flinch and held his gaze and you could just see Wagner thinking yeah I wasn't really going to do that anyway actually you alright Ben? Yeah cheers uh, yeah he's, they're both fierce and competitors but um, Ben Stokes is really quite something isn't he? Well you mentioned Neil Wagner there so let's hear a little bit about what the South African born New Zealand bred um, and Kiwi International had to say in the press conference. Uh, long way and a lot of crickets to left, I guess, to play. Um, I think uh, the toss is always going to be crucial. Um, it does uh, tend to be quite nice to bet on you day one. And um, I thought we bowled really well. I thought we asked really good questions for long periods of time. And in the same time, I thought they batted really well too. Um, they showed a lot of patience. They left well. Um, there was swing on offer throughout the day. Um, and anything we sort of threw at them, they played quite well I thought um, at times I had a bit of luck and you sort of need sometimes a bit of luck it happens in cricket I guess and from Wagner to Rory Burns who also spoke let's hear what fascinating insight he had to say about uh, his dad's moustache essentially I've joined the bandwagon of Leachy managed to coerce me into it uh, Saxby and uh, Matt Parkinson also it's a little, probably a little bit of an ode to my old man as well well no he still is a moustache purveyor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just a, just a rego. Ball of the day. Now, I don't know about you, George, but it might have been the fact that this is, to quote one season hack, the worst sightlines for a uh, <laughs> test match uh, in the history of test cricket. But, and, but, and the guy who said that has seen more test cricket, we reckon, than anyone, anyone ever. Uh, in person. Well, so, it must be true then. But well, essentially, right. we're kind of where the groundsmen usually are. It's lovely. Look, we're outside. We're in New Zealand. We're in the sunshine. I've got no complaints. At no, all no, I've got no complaints at all. Complaint of the day. That's one that we should do. Either way, I'll be honest with you, from my vantage point, I couldn't really see too much with my own eyes um, what was a good ball and what wasn't. I'd have to use the screen. But let's, let's try and work it out. Of the balls that we did manage to see on replay, ball of the day. Well, I thought the ball that got Sibley out was a really good, clever piece of bowling. So, Sibley gets off the mark first ball. He whips through mid-wicket. And, 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 you know, he's obviously a patient player, but he, he did work a few from middle stump. So, they've worked him out pretty quickly and realised that he basically hits everything slightly through the leg side. Mm. You know, even if he hits straight, it will go through mid-on. And he got a ball that just drew the drive just about off stump but just leaving him and it's saying you know if you're going to play across the line at all there is a chance of the edge and that edge took his wicket so I thought that was a, a clever piece of bowling there was very little swing very little pace he had to be clever and I thought that they very quickly saw you know a potential weakness in Dom Sibley and they exploited it and um, on a wicket like this I don't know there's not a lot there for a bowler eh? it, it was a, a, a really good effort mistake of the day a few mistakes today um, some conscious some unconscious but New no, Zealand you don't you know I've got a case you don't drop Ben Stokes I mean you don't drop Ben Stokes it uh, you know who knows it was a tough chance though well they all are 
In, they're not. They're not all. They're not all well, tough. The slip, they all go fast at the slip. Uh, in the slips, um, I thought he had pretty good sight. But Ross Taylor's obviously a very good fielder. Mm. There were a couple of other moments, of course. You know, Rory Burns was was reprieved, and, and maybe there was an edge which which could have been uh, reviewed. What there probably was. Uh, but I think generally, as a golden rule in life, don't drop Ben Stokes. Um, moment of the day. Moment of the day. If we put Ben Stokes being dropped by Ross Taylor at first slip uh, to one side has got to be Joe Root's dismissal um, we know that the pressure or rather there is a tension on his batting and how the captaincy's affected him but more importantly because it was one innings at the end of the day and he could go on to score big over the winter we've just heard from Rory Burns uh, as we as, as we assumed correctly there is a an approach now within this English setup to bat a little bit more sensibly. And Joe Root will feel very annoyed with himself that that wasn't a sensible way to get out. Yeah, it, well, it wasn't, no. But uh, he had been in 22 balls. I think it was his 22nd ball and he had two runs, which he'd scored the previous ball from a... a Lol of the day. Yeah, right. So he was probably frustrated. Look, I think he took it on himself to be extra cautious. And actually... What he's brilliant at, what he's as good as anyone I've ever seen at, is rotating the strike, is, is nudging the ball into gaps, running. Uh, he is almost impossible to keep on naught. So you've got to, for a start, say, well bowled to New Zealand. And also, look, he probably judged it poorly. He probably got the pace of that innings wrong. But that will happen at the start of a new era where you're trying to learn new skills and new ways of doing things. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means he got it wrong today, and and that you know he's human. It, well, every time a batsman's out, they made a mistake pretty much, mm. and that looks quite. You know, people will see it on the highlights, and it looks quite poor. And he, you know, he'll beat himself up. He's still averaging 47 in Test cricket, and uh, as ever with these things, um, it's as much you know credit to the bowler as it is batsman error. You know, they wore him down, and, and eventually he he made an error. Look, your leave of the day is my quickly scampered single of the day I love squad, rota- uh, squad rotation uh, strike rotation nearly as much as you leave you love a good leave um, and if Jeetan Ravel hadn't misfielded and it had been to single to get Joe Root off strike that would have been my shot of the day but it wasn't it was tell, tell me this if you were if we were talking about England uh, bowling today and they had taken four wickets in the day and their spinner had been might as well have not turned up what would you be saying about England's bowling performance today because uh, we I reckon we would say that England looked impotent and although New Zealand did I don't think they could have done a lot more like the, you know the fielders maybe could have done a wee bit better but actually on that surface I don't think they could have done a lot more with what's at their disposal and that's all you can ask of them so later in this game when England bowl and they might well go a whole day with only take four wickets I don't know probably have to cut them some slack hey actually don't think it's a great test wicket and I I'm afraid, or, or a great ball for Test cricket. But it's not the day to have that conversation, is it? Oh, no. We've got plenty of days for that conversation. There won't be a rant of the day today, but that will probably be the rant of the day on day five when we're still here at about half past five, seeing two and a half innings. But, hey, who knows? It's still New Zealand. It's still better than working. It's still Joffre. It's still Joffre. It's still sunny. Still now. It's beautiful. And that's how we're going to end things on following on. We'll be back at the end of day two. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe, review on Spotify, Acast, iTunes, I don't know, some other places. And uh, join us back here again tomorrow at the Bay Oval in beautiful Mount Monganui uh, to look back at day two.
Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.